Hey, 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 y'all. It's your girl, Shauna Solomon, your fave style mother. And I am here for another episode of Life of a CEO, the Entrepreneur Series. And today I have my girl, Stephanie Wigington. Hey, Steph. Hey, Shauna. How are you today? Doing well. Good, good, good. So today we are talking about brand image. And I wanted to make sure I had somebody in here that is representative of how to how to really really do brand image right Steph so yeah. Stephanie is the um, owner and founder of Wigington Candle Company so I'm gonna go ahead and let her do her introduction and then we'll come back with all the goodies hi I'm Stephanie Wigginton um, as Shauna said I'm the owner and founder of Wigginton Candle Co um, we've actually developed our company to be able to offer you a more holistic and wellness approach to relaxation with candles so yes and where are you guys located at we are located in Monroeville Pennsylvania um newly located we just opened a new storefront in 2022 yes goals 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 so in talking about that what made you want to start a business a luxury business company so Quite honest, we we launched a business to be able to offer a wellness approach to candles because I'm an asthmatic and I love candles. So I researched to see how do we do that, um, being able to offer a product that didn't have any chemicals in it. I was then told the product that I produced fell in that luxury line. So I had to adopt um, what I fell, fell in love with to be a luxury product. So we didn't start off going out saying it was luxury, but it okay. Okay, so you didn't start off that way. So let's talk about that. You did a complete rebrand. Yes. But I will say that I've learned so much with being around you and in your candles, like with and why you have the candles and it, like the way that you teach um, the health aspect of candles. Because I'm a candle lover, never, never thought about it. But I want you to talk about how you went from the regular candle to the luxury candle. So sure, that was definitely one for us that came through a lot of transition. Um, our initial company name was Simplicity. Um, we named it Simplicity because we wanted to have a simple approach to a candle that didn't have any toxins in it. So that's where Simplicity came from. The more we expanded and the more growth we had, and I looked at being able to rebrand our business because we wanted something that really stood out to the market, represented who we were as a family, and to be able to provide a legacy behind um, once we realized that simplicity was growing um, a lot faster than we initially intended, we rebranded. But the support of Sean Collin and Associates helped to really understand what it meant to really step into the luxury brand product that I was producing. So that was actually a transition that came over a lot of time, a lot of hard work, but a lot of great. Yes. So what are some of the things that like, and I'm, I'm going to say kudos because I, I literally talk, I talk about you so much is crazy because I'm like, if Stephanie, Stephanie did it, like it was a lot and people don't realize how hard it is to start a, a, a small business to stay in the moment and to not give up. But I'm super, super proud of you. But to talk about one of the things like when, when, when switching over from um, simplicity to Wigington, what 
was that uniqueness that changed that? Because I know, like I said, like for me, I used, used to just go to Bed Bath & Beyond and just buy all the smell good candles. Now I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Nope, Stephanie said like, nope. So I mean, I literally walk past some stores now like with my nose up, like I'm not going in there. But what, talk about some of the things that makes your candles so unique. So what makes ours unique is definitely the approach we have with making sure we educate our customers. Because first and foremost, the important thing for me is for you to know what it is that you're, you know, when we know better, we do better. So when you're equipped with the information, you can make an informed decision about products that you're purchasing, what you're buying and burning in your family, on your pets. Um, that's important because our environmental things are around us. Um, a lot of times won't catch up with us for many years. And I didn't want to have my candle that I'm burning in my home catch up with me in 10, 20 years from now. A lot of customers do not know when they're buying a candle that a lot of times there's small print that says burn in a bit well ventilated area. I noticed that. <laughs> when after, you, though, after I learned from you. Yeah, when you think about what that really means, it's like, hmm, I've been burning this in the house. You know, winter comes really high candle season. Um, the fall and the winter. We're not all selling those candles. Even if you live in the West and South, when it's warmer, we're not really burning our candles. We're indoors. So what does that actually mean? Is that they don't want you to be exposed to the toxins that are in those candles indoors. We've eliminated what those are. You can burn our candles indoors, close up around your parents. I mean, around your pets, around your, your children. Um, but the thing that touched my heart the most is I have customers that are cancer patients, cancer mm. And one of the things that they do follow up with is they can still burn our candle and provide themselves some type of relaxation while they're even going through those treatments. They know they're all natural. Nice. That is so amazing. Again, you have definitely changed. And I'm like I said, I'm an avid candle lover, but you've changed the way that I look at candles now. I'm like, okay, let me make sure that this is because especially with me getting headaches all the time. You know, I haven't had a headache. I'm like, and you know how I burn my candles. <laughs> Wrong. So don't be like me. Definitely pay attention to the pay attention to what the care instructions that she has on her candles because that ain't me. Um, so let me ask you this: How do you balance work and personal life as an entrepreneur? The balance came honestly as a blessing when my husband was able to really step into the business and help out as much as he has because he's currently full-time really managing the business in the storefront for us. Um, so that provided the balance. But before he came on board, the balance for me was is I separated work hours and personal hours and stayed true to that. You have to, because I'm a mom, I still work. I'm a wife, I'm Stephanie. There was always time that I needed for each one of those components. I walk boundaries and stay true. Nice. Okay. So with that being said, what is one of the proudest moments that you've had of being a small business owner? Um I would honestly say when first of all, it's the freedom. Um a lot of mm -hmm. and when you say freedom to work for yourself, it doesn't mean that you're working a nine to five. It just means that I have the freedom to be creative and to be able to answer to myself and my customers and what that really means. One of my proudest moments was when um, someone stopped me and was like, you're that candle lady with the, the W. So they recognized my brand. Um, that feels really good. 
because your brand is everything that you are. Um, and for some literally see me and recognize my brand because we put so much work into it. And when they recognize your brand, it comes with compliments or com something positive behind um, that is actually something that really makes me feel good. Oh, I love it. So real quick, I have to ask you, what is one of your favorite sets of your stuff? My favorite is Tranquil. Okay. That is my, that's my baby. I started the company with Tranquil because of my own personal need, having asthma and sinus issues. Tranquility will definitely be that very tranquil, relaxing. It's eucalyptus and lavender. There's some um, secret sauces in there that I won't reveal. Absolutely it, not. <laughs> so for multiple purposes, it's relaxation as well as the decongestion. And it's very calm. You can use it for any time of day, any occasion, and it'll always feel um, suited for the right time you're burning it. You know, my what's my favorite? <laughs> West Coast. Oh, my God. So, you know, <laughs> I had to get some, like, that spray has been, oh, my God. So, she has a spray that, so she has a candle that's called West Coast, and it's it's like having a man just in your space at all times. Um, but with Mark being in and out of the house, like, literally, I've been spraying that on a lens, and I didn't think about it. I laughed the other day because I couldn't sleep, and I said, I said, I know she got something that can put me to sleep as a spray. But that West Coast spray makes me feel like he's there with me all the time, you know, because that's what he burns when he's at the house. So, oh, my goodness. But that's one of my faves. So make sure you guys check out her website for that. That's West Coast and Tranquility. Um, so what kind of plans do you have, future plans do you have for Wigginton Candle Company? It's funny you say that because Michael and I are currently working on testing um, our line of fragrance offerings. We are beginning to test out what our diffuser line is going to look like. Um, we're looking at being able to all of those customers that walk in the store and say, do you have something that I can take to the office or I can just take on vacation with me or something that is naturally not just a candle or a metal? They've learned so much about the importance of non-toxic fragrances around you. They trust that we can provide other options. So right now we are working on a gorgeous diffuser set um, particular different fragrances, fragrances that'll come in. So to be determined, that's actually coming out. You are the first to know, but those will be out before. I love it. I love it. I love it. So let me ask you this. What advice, if, if you could give somebody some advice coming into being an entrepreneur, what would them, what would you give them? Be prepared to put in the work. Um, just because you work for yourself doesn't mean that it's going to be less work. It's they probably trip the work of working for someone else and be prepared to honestly make some sacrifices. So you, and I know you've made some sacrifices and there were some times as you're like, okay, I'm, is this supposed to be, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Do you feel like this is, this is your thing? This is definitely my thing. So when you can fall, when you can't fall asleep about what you're going to do, not in a bad way, but, but in a good way. When you wake up early in the morning because you want to rush to the store, it's been done. When you, when this is all you think about and it's just a hot burning inside, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm excited to be able to even share some of those entrepreneurial journeys with new entrepreneurs. It has to be something that you're very passionate about. And if you ask any of my customers, that is one thing they always say right when they speak to me, 
about the business, I want that to resonate because I do this. Even we're all in business to make money. Absolutely. But the first and foremost thing I'm in business for is to educate us. Because if I can teach you how to not pull in all of and chemicals in your have one. Um, if I can teach you that and then you become the Wigginton family, that's a bonus. So yeah. most of you know for foremost we also make candles. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I wanna talk about um we're gonna go back into you and the business and when you made your transition from simplicity to um, Wigginton Candle Company, because that was such a major change, right? We're talking about brand image. Give me or, or tell me how you feel about how important brand image is to you. Like, I mean, and not that it wasn't before, but like, tell me how brand image has it, how important it is to you and how it has changed um, how you do business even now. Sure. I can definitely tell you it was a struggle. Uh, it was a mental struggle for me to change the brand from Simplicity to Wigginton Candle Co. Only because Simplicity was something that started it with that. So you're very attached to what you what you launched it as. It was very attached to the reason behind the name. And I was also more attached to my logo because my son built it for me. There was a lot of emotional attachments to Simplicity, the logo, that did not forward with Wigginton. I had to learn that even though our mission and our vision and our value behind simplicity was a simple approach to make it a well-made candle still moved over to Wigginton Candle Co. We didn't lose so changing from simplicity to my name it really made me feel even more so um, that the brand needed to be everything because my name was on you know so it wasn't just if simplicity went wrong or went left I'm not attached you don't know it's me right I am attached to that. You, If you know who I am, you know who I am within this business. So it was a lot of emotional um, detachment I needed to make with things that didn't move over or that did move over. And I can honestly say that Lisa Sharma Solomon and Associates talked about my brand image. When we did go over to Wigginton, it was the coloring. Like I had no idea. Again, luxury was brought to me. Stephanie, I know that's not your your goal, but that is a product that you're producing. So, right, you're not, right. so it took me a long time to welcome it because I'm your everyday plain Jane girl. Right, not, right, right. At all. But it was like, but you're producing a luxury product. I learned to welcome that. And I learned that the coloring of how my brand image looked was just as important as what I was producing. So we did away with the, the colored logo and we kept it simple. Um, my simple was black and white. And then our craft brown that we use, guys have ever seen any of our packaging and our our packaging and our brand. The craft brown is our symbol of all natural. So those are the meanings behind those colors. We wanted it to be black and our craft brown is that it's all natural. Everything is eco-friendly, very recyclable. That is the coloring, the reason behind our coloring. Okay. And with changing your brand's image, I know that changed and shifted some of that audience that you were used to targeting, right? Yes. Talk to me about that that change and um in that target audience and even some of the people that like some or some of the people that you are now seeing or are attracted to your brand now that you've shifted some things. So I can honestly say that was troubling for me as well. As you know, 
Um, and as a student and as a client of Shauna Solomon and Associates, I learned really who my target audience was. The folks that I initially attracted were people that liked, liked candles, who enjoyed a well-made candle, who liked me. I knew that. Going into more of a brand and rebranding to Wigginton, really targeting who my audience was, now allows me to be candle lovers. And there's a huge difference between the two. There is. <laughs> there's a difference between the two. I'm more targeted. They now my audience actually comes to me because they know what we're about. They know what we're doing, who we are. They actually come to me. I don't have to so much them. We do still marketing, but the word of mouth is so much easier now because I know who that audience is. They know who we are. And it's just a match made in heaven. And there's not that hard sell anymore because when you're not targeting your specific audience at my price point in the luxury line that we are, that's a that's a hard conversation because they don't get. It. Yep. So when you are targeting your right audience, that's not even a conversation. Absolutely. 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 And I feel like once when you know, especially when you when you've done so well and when it comes to attracting your audience, a lot of times, like most times, and, and I talked about this, we did the black women's meetup last month, um, is that you don't have to pitch yourself like you're you just position yourself. Right. So basically we positioned you to be able to sell this luxury product. And, and, I knew, and we knew it was going to be uncomfortable you know, to change that price point. And, but people are coming, people are still buying, you know? So it's like, it's, it's not that you didn't have a good product before we just made it great. And we just attracted the people who, like you said, they don't just like candles. They actually love them and they're okay with that. They're okay with the price point. They understand the mission. They understand the values. And then to me, I feel like everything else is like, it's kind of like a bonus, which, <laughs> what you think? Yeah. Because when you get the likes and the the love understands who we are as a business and why we're doing a natural candle. They understand that. So there's no question when they get to the register and say, why candle at this? There's not a question. There's days when people come to the store and fill up my cute little baskets of candles and they come to the checkout and I'm looking at them like, because I'm still sometimes still in shop. I'm like, you just bought a whole lot of candles in that. Thank you. And I'm still very grateful that I get the support that we do. I get routine customers because of our refill program come back a week later. And I'll say to them, that candle should have lasted you a little bit longer than that. They're like, no, I literally burn it all day long. I'm like, yeah, I'm calculating the hours. Like, <laughs> you probably should, but as long as you're keeping an eye on it. So the difference between likes and loves, um, my love has definitely richly welcomed me into the candle community. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's funny, like, cause, I, cause you gave me some serious pushback on that, on changing on price. <laughs> but that's, that, that's fine though, because I feel like, I, again, like when it comes to knowing who your audiences, I think that's one of the, the main issues or one of the th things that a lot of small business owners make is they skip over that step. Oh, let me just go ahead and jump into this without really thinking heavy about who their audience is, how they think, um, what makes them tick, like all of that. And that's what gets them kind of in that rut. But you kind of jumped in, like once you've seen how easy it was, you jump in and was like, Pew! like, nope, I found my lovers. I found my, my, my spot. And I think that a lot of people 
um, in small business really, really need to take a time to, and go back to those to those basics that again, and again, I get it because I've been in business and I wanted to skip over steps. However, once you, especially if you want to get to a certain place, if you want to grow the way you have, that you there are certain things that you have to know. And um, what are some common mistakes that you have seen small business owners um, make that could be affecting their growth? Um, I would definitely say skipping steps. Get all your stuff in order. I can definitely tell you when we work with you to get some business um, together, a business loan, when they start asking for all your documentation, mm -hmm. you're, I mean, if you're going to grow, because honestly, we grew so fast. My husband came on board nine months earlier than we initially intended yes. him. That was a huge blessing. We opened our store a year earlier than we intended to. Yep. All because we didn't skip that. We made a lot of sacrifices and we were able to ourselves to be able to go to the bank and say, okay, now we, now we need to scale. And they're saying, we see you, we see what you've done, we see your growth pattern, we need all your documents. Boom, 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 boom. We were able to provide all of that. And then next to you know, here comes the funding. And definitely don't skip the steps. It's very important to have in place, especially when it comes time to scale. And when you scale, when it's time to scale and grow, you want to be able to have everything you need in position to be able to do so, especially when you grow fast as we did. If had I not had that in position, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Because mm -hmm. paperwork, paperwork takes a long time. Absolutely. If you don't have, if you're not documenting everything, document your, your PNC, document your project, document, you know, even if it was a bad month, because my business is um, seasonal. So there are where, March doesn't look as great as November did. It's not supposed to because we're seasonal. Um, but I can definitely say one of the things that stands out to me the most is just said it. And I'm going to steal that for going forward. When you have the right options, you go from pitching to positioning. And that's key. That's key. That, listen, I've been, I've been preaching that like crazy because a lot of times we get in a, and I think also I think pitching is for um, convincing, right? I just had this conversation with some of the clients I had in today. When you know who, when you're solid in what you have, when you're solid in your product, when you have that, that, that foundation for your business, you no longer have to pitch. You're now positioned. You, you have positioned yourself to be in that arena. This is, this is who I am. This is my product. You either buy it or you don't, right? But your people are, they know that. So they're going to come. Um, what are what do you think some of the most important qualities for a small business owner to have? To be authentic and passionate about your work, because it'll come through. It'll Absolutely. come that you're generally trying to offer as a service, as a product to your end customer, versus you're just trying to put something out there. You right. don't cost as this was. Even if it started off as a side hustle, be very knowledgeable about what it is that you do. We get that feedback quite often. She's very knowledgeable while she, about what she does. Yes, because I did this for the purpose of educating the population of who love candles, not just to provide candles to you. Right. Making sure that I'm providing something that isn't talking to you. You know, right. candle um, customers come in to do a candle. And Toby Fly was a little reserved by she heard so much about Wigginton candles 
and my price point. She wanted to know why, what was so great candle and why was the price point so high? She left the candle session and said, you've taught me so much in two hours right now having this candle party. She's like, now I'm looking at other candles going, why are they so cheap? Yep. And that's what, not necessarily that I wanted to justify my price point. I want to justify the quality of my candle. Once you understand what it's made of and a quality behind the price, price point just follows it. Absolutely. And that go and, and that goes back to we today we were talking about like brand image and that's a part of that, right? So you have to show how you show up for your business, how that trust that you create because you educate. All of that is part of, of, of that image. Like you can't show up looking janky, being janky. So she came like, oh, well, everybody's talking about this. And then your packaging is phenomenal. I'm mad that I didn't bring um that I didn't bring it down here. Um, but the packaging is great. Like how you take your pictures, like everything is on point. So people coming in or like they like the, that expectation, that standard is there. And I mean, not just in the store because people actually got to come to the store. It's on social media. It's when you Google, you know, like that information is there. So again, that, that is something that I feel like a lot of small business owners do not think about when it comes to um, their business and brand image and positioning and all of that stuff. They don't think about their social media. They think that they can just post whatever they want, however they want and think that it's going to generate some sales. And it will, if that's what the audience is, but when you're dealing with such a, um, the type of audience that you're dealing with, you really have to create that experience from the beginning. And I also want to mention that when you order from stuff, um, you get an email after, like not only asking about it, but then it's like, oh, hey, here goes something. Here, here's a little so that you can get something else. Like, so I think that is um, that is amazing, amazing as well. You mentioned the parties. Tell us more about the parties. So our parties are amazing. Um, it gives you an opportunity to come in for a private party. We give you the opportunity to bring your food, your drinks. It's literally an event space. It's a party space for you. During the party, um, not only are you kind of creating your scented, blended um, candle, whatever fragrance you want to create, we go through what we tagged as a Wigginton experience. And what the Wigginton experience is to provide you the knowledge around the candles that you just made and what we do here in the store. Why is it important to use an all natural? What is the difference between a toxin and a chemical? Why don't we use them? What are the health hazards behind it? So we give you the full Wiggins experience so that not only do you recognize the difference in the market when you're out there buying candles, but then you know who we are as a business. You understand the passion behind why it is we do what we do. So we impart everyone with the Wigginton experience before you leave. <laughs> Absolutely. That Wigginton experience, I feel like every you experience that from the moment that you or like even before you order, because you can see even the love and the warmth from your posts, like on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram often, but I see your information on Facebook. And I'm like, even if I wasn't already a client, you know, I'd be like or a customer, I'd be like, hey, let me go ahead and try them because of how of, of the way that you showcase yourself. Um, so is there any other information that you want to share with us before we get out of here, Stephanie, about Wigington? I definitely um, think, like you said, the social media presence, because a lot of these entrepreneurs today are very much getting into these platforms to make sure that they're well known. I mean, that's an avenue for marketing, right? It's a very important for new entrepreneurs to really understand that you are your on social media before people get to see and know who you are. Yes. Because so you need to 
<laughs> do that because social media is how Vogue found us. Yes. We didn't yes. go. Vogue found us on social media because of our posts, because of our approach to making a well-made candle, the wellness experience behind it. And they published us in their, um, their wellness edition is spring, May, June, and July of 2022 because of it. So social media can be detrimental if you're doing it wrong. And it actually can be a promotion um, to your business if you're doing it right. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. And I do want to mention that she was in vogue less than, it was less than a year after being in business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that just shows that if you have the, if you put the right things in place, how fast you can scale. Um, Steph has mentioned how she has a lot of, a lot of the plan that she had that it, it like moved up like super fast because she did not skip any steps. She knew how important it was to um, how to present her brand to her potential clients. And and she's doing an amazing job. So I want you guys to make sure that you check her out. Steph, real quick, before we get out of here, give them the address to come visit you. Mm -hmm. Our address is 4400 Old William Penn Highway, Monroeville. I say that specifically because you're in Murraysville. There's the same address in Murraysville. Please check Monroeville. Our zip code is 15146. We'd be happy to see you in Monroeville. Thank you so much, Steph. And make sure you guys visit her website, wiggingtincandleco.com. The rest of the information will be linked in this video. Also make sure if you have not already to subscribe because every other week we are going to be on lists on life of a CEO to, (laughs) I'm laughing, on life of a CEO so that you can meet other CEOs and small business owners and learn about them and, and also listen to some of the tips, the real life tips that they have for us. So once again, thank you so much, Steph, and we are out.